0: Welcome to Talk No Jutsu! I'm Smug Donuts, here with my wife, Spiral Fish Cake, and we're here to talk about anime.
1: Anime is an important part of our culture!
0: On this episode, we're going to start out with a little anime game, then we're going to talk about our waifu this time, Hinata, and we're going to go into some of our recently watched anime, including Demon Slayer and other stuff like Stardust Crusaders and Re:Zero. It's kind of out of character for him to help people out. Togazaki! Let's get back! Hey, Okazaki, let's
1: play basketball. Oh, come on, Okazaki! Great! Hey, come on, let's play! I hey, know you wanna do it.
0: So we're going to start out with a little game.
1: Yeah. So it's a game called Which Anime Must Go? So what I've done is I've made different groups of three anime. And from those three anime, we have to choose one that must go. Gotcha. First group, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone, which one must go?
0: I want to keep my hero. For sure. Yeah, I agree. After that, Dr. Stone versus Demon Slayer is kind of hard. I feel like I was way more into dr stone early on but more recently i'm more into demon slayer in the last few episodes i'm gonna have to say demon slayer must go though because i feel like just a few episodes isn't enough whereas dr stone it had a whole season of really good stuff in my opinion but demon slayer only a few episodes of cool stuff from where i stand
1: i agree i also think that demon slayer has gotta go
0: all right the next one
1: bungo stray dogs psychopaths future Diary. Diaries.
0: I mean, for me, this is easy.
1: For me, it's easy too.
0: I mean, I just really easily think that Bungo Stray Dogs is Don't the
1: say it! No! Really? Bungo Stray Dogs is your choice? Future Diaries
0: is a classic to me. I love Future Diaries. It was the anime that got me into anime other than As Dragon Ball Z. And Psycho Pass is in like my top anime. The best. So there's no way I'd get rid of that. But Bungo Stray Dogs I've just watched recently and it's really good, but I haven't rewatched it and rewatched it again like I did with Future Diaries. You know what I mean?
1: All right, well, I gotta disagree on this one. I say Future Diaries gotta go. Oof! I love Future Diaries, but love the other two more. All right. Okay, Nisekoi, Toradora, Monthly Girls' Nozaki Tune. Nisekoi. Dang, that was fast. That's right. Why has it gotta go?
0: Well, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, we watched that recently, and I love it, and it's amazing. And Toradora is like slowly becoming my favorite romance. Ever? Yeah. I just really like Toradora. So it's Nisei Koi versus Monthly Girls. Yeah. That's actually pretty hard to be fair. But Monthly Girls, in my opinion, is really good from beginning to end up until the last episode. But Nisei Koi season two is garbage.
1: Yeah, the whole season was a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. Just one big disappointment after another. All right, I also said it had to go.
0: I think that it's just Nisei Koi to me is this promise that just kept being an interesting promise. And it's like, yes, this is going to be really cool when he figures out who the one is and you keep on seeing them almost be affectionate toward each other and I really like that and I really like that promise and thinking "Ooh, what's gonna happen but nothing ever happens and it just keeps being that disappointment so a disappointment versus oh this is like a relationship that's clearly developing over time and it's really cute in monthly girls but then there's a one disappointment at the end
1: all right Gurren Lagan, kill a kill neon genesis evangelion kill a kill you say Kill a Kill's gotta go?
0: Kill a Kill's gotta go. To me, Gurren Lagann is one of the top anime. I can't get rid of that.
1: Of course not.
0: Neon Genesis Evangelion had such an impact on the anime industry, and it's beautiful and gorgeous, and I couldn't bring it upon myself to get rid of that. Kill a Kill is amazing, and I might like it more than NGE, but it's just not a classic in the same way.
1: I'm gonna say that Neon Genesis Evangelion's gotta go.
0: I don't think Gurren Lagan would have been made Without just to save Really? Oh, I, uh, I don't know. Shut down.
1: This is tough. Because on one hand, Kill a Kill brought me Mako.
0: <laughs> I feel like I could lose Mako because we still got meanery.
1: Ah, uh, that is not the from same. Toradora. They're not the same at all. I mean, they're similar, but they're not the same. Each girl has great you qualities. You are not inferior to Lady Satsuki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can I lose rich Mako? Yeah, that's, that that that's was funny. an iconic episode mm-hmm. of anime.
0: Like the entire series of Neon just <laughs>
1: I don't particularly like Neon Genesis Evangelion. I know you don't. And Kill a Kill isn't one of my favorites either. But you're right, you can't disregard the impact it had on an entire mm. genre of anime. Okay, now that you've said that Gurren Lagann wouldn't be made without. Oh, there I we gotta go. change my mind. Like, there we go. Because my life would be so right. different without. Okay, I think we're sorry. We're on the same page now. Kill a Kill, you gots to go. All right, Fruits Basket, Gamers. Full metal Panic. Got some romance anime.
0: I feel like this might be a similar thing where I would say Fruits Basket.
1: Fruits Basket 2019 to be clear.
0: Oh, well, Fruits Basket 2019.
1: You're saying that has to go?
0: Yep. <gasps> I love gamers.
1: I never... This is a turn of events I didn't expect when I was writing these out. I
0: will never let gamers go.
1: Are you serious?
0: It is perfect and I love it.
1: You would let Fruits Basket go? Wow.
0: Oh. What was the other one?
1: <laughs> Full metal panic, which
0: Okay. Well that's that's a I clown. mean like we could never we could never let Full Metal Panic go.
1: We can't let Konami and Sosuke go. Like I have
0: too much attachment to that.
1: I have a ton of attachment to that show.
0: I feel like gamers has a ton of characters that I love. Fruits Basket has a character that I love.
1: Yeah, but is your love for Toru stronger than your love for all of the characters no. combined in game? No.
0: What about Tendo?
1: I love Toru more than Tendo. But she' cool, though. But gamers. Wow. I gotta say gamers has to go on this one. Y'all
0: really <laughs> taking a romance, a shoujo anime, yeah. a comedy anime, and a comedy slash military anime it's a and romance. lumping them all into one thing.
1: Okay, I had to get creative with some of these groups. Okay, don't, don't judge my groupings. Hey, all right, fine. <laughs> I don't know, I, I have to disagree. I gotta say gamers has to go. And I love gamers, but I love Toru more. I'm sorry. Alright.
0: Okay. Toru would still be around in the old one.
1: Yeah, but I don't know her. <laughs> well, you could get to know her. I don't know her. You need to one. know her? She's Fair. still
0: around.
1: That's true. Uh no okay, you're doing some good convincing here. I can't All say right. bye to Toru though, sorry. Bye gamers. All right. This one's going to be hard. Just FYI. At least to me. Mob Psycho 100. One Punch Man. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood.
0: Oh, Brotherhood. Easily.
1: What? You would say Brotherhood has to go?
0: Why? What would you say?
1: Uh, Not bad. It gave me Colonel Mustang. Like, I can't Um, let that go.
0: Colonel Mustang is still in the original. No,
1: it's not the same.
0: Oh, it's not That's the same. It's
1: not the same. Is it
0: the mini skirt scene? It's
1: all wonderful. Anytime that he's around, I don't care what he says. I love him. He can do whatever. But it's just not quite the same. And then Riza and him get so many cool scenes, and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is so cool in general. That's like one of my top 10 animes. I cannot say bye to that. I think I have to say One Punch fan's gotta go. Really? Ah, that hurts. I would
0: pick Mob Psycho 100 I think just because I really like One Punch Man season one. Season two doesn't take it down enough notches. I love Mob Psycho but there's just something about how One Punch Man did something so different and it was so amazing. Whereas I feel like Mob Psycho I've seen it before. Really? I've seen in that are just Mob Psycho but like I... with worse animation.
1: I have to disagree. So you would say Mob Psycho 100's gotta go?
0: Yeah I guess I'll say that enough people like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood <laughs> that I shouldn't get rid of it.
1: I would be devastated. But uh, I
0: just <laughs> I feel like that the original FMA is very good and that yeah. people don't give it enough credit because of Brotherhood.
1: It is very good. It brings different things to the table. That. I think fairly so. I think it brings like I said different things to the table that Brotherhood doesn't bring and vice versa.
0: I just like the pacing better. I don't like the pacing in Brotherhood as much. I feel like That's they try fair. to stick to the manga and the way that they do that is by destroying the pacing. I don't like that.
1: That's fair enough. But as much as it hurts me, I have to say One Punch Man because I just love Mob and Regan. And said
0: that every one of them three should go and they're all brilliant anime.
1: Well, that's why it's hard. Yeah, I I have to say One Punch Man. Uh,
0: Mob Psycho 100 for me, then.
1: Okay. Well, that's not easy. They're all great. If they were lumped together with any other ones, they would not be the ones going for sure. All right. Naruto. Okay. Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. One Piece. One Piece. I would agree with One Piece too.
0: You know, I don't read the manga and I haven't watched all the anime, so I just, I don't get it the same way.
1: I lump these three together because I think that they've all really impacted the anime world and they're all, of course, very long going anime. I don't have that same connection to One Piece. I got one for you.
0: What? Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, or Pokemon.
1: Dragon Ball Z.
0: Gotcha. I'd probably pick Naruto. <gasps> no i like dragon ball z better
1: what yeah are you serious
0: Yes I'm serious. Okay
1: you know what Dragon Ball Z made me stop watching anime because of the Majin Buu arc so that's why I think it's got to go.
0: I know but I just really love Dragon Ball Z.
1: You like Dragon Ball Z better than Naruto? I feel
0: like it invented all the cool stuff about Shonen. All of it pays tribute back to Dragon Ball Z.
1: Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball?
0: The whole Dragon Ball series. Series, Okay but Dragon Ball Z is the best one.
1: That's hurts that you would get rid of Naruto.
0: Well, I mean, I love Naruto, but I'd never get rid of Pokemon, ever.
1: Yeah, you can't get rid of Pokemon.
0: And Dragon Ball Z or Naruto, like, as much as I love Naruto, I did fall out of love with Naruto pretty early on when I watched it the first time as a kid, but I never fell out of love with Dragon Ball Z. I watched it all the way through GT when most people quit it.
1: I'll accept your answer, even though it's painful to me.
0: Yeah, well, also, you're now watching Naruto in the same way I did. And you're having to wait for Boruto for months and months at a time. That so is fair. So maybe now you understand how it feels. That is fair. Now imagine that, but they're looking for Sasuke and they literally never find him.
1: Yeah, I do think it's a different experience binge watching anime. I feel like a lot of the shows that we binge watched, I feel more connected to than the ones we have to watch weekly. So fair enough. Still painful. But yeah, I'd have to say bye to Dragon Ball Z, even though that's one of the anime that I first ever watched and really enjoyed. Okay. Steins;Gate. Haruhi, Darling in the Steins Steinsgate. What? That's right. Are you kidding
0: me? Sorry, you picked a Trigger anime and you picked a Kyoto okay. Animations anime.
1: Trigger and A1 Pictures.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, Y'all saying that Trigger wasn't involved?
1: I'm just clarifying that it wasn't just Trigger. Listen, Steinskate is one of the best anime of all time.
0: Okay, my attack on this needs to come from an understanding of where you're at. So what needs to go from your perspective?
1: Darling in the Bronx. Oh. You know, I was gonna say Haruhi, but then I thought long and hard. and I'm like, I can't get rid of Kiyo. I love Kiyo. He reminds me of you. It's really sweet. And I love Haruhi. She's great. I mean, the story itself I enjoyed, but it's not one of my favorites necessarily.
0: Well, that's why I can't get rid of Haruhi or Darling in the Franxx because they remind me of you.
1: How does Darling in the Franxx remind you of me? I don't know.
0: You're just powerful, strong.
1: You're saying I remind you of, what, Zero Two?
0: Uh-huh. Really? Yeah,
1: you're saying that I drain the life out of my partners and throw them away like trash. No,
0: they become stronger. <laughs>
1: they die.
0: Weaklings die. So what? It's
1: <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> that's terrible. I would never say something like that. You wouldn't. No. Is that true? Yes, that's awful. Even
0: if you were playing a game of Smash Brothers. <laughs>
1: Shut up! <laughs> right. I say a lot of things while I play Smash Brothers that I wouldn't ever say in real life.
0: <laughs> you know that is real life.
1: I <laughs> my Smash Brothers persona persona. <laughs> my... I don't know. To... <laughs> my Smash Brothers personality What's... is way different than What's my your
0: Smash Brothers personality's name.
1: Bakugo. <laughs> I turn into Bakugo when I play Smash and I get angry and I scream at our TV. I see. I mostly do this while you're not home though. Okay I I mean I guess I'll accept that I remind you of Zero Two. I don't know if I agree but I'm glad that you think of me as strong.
0: And we're definitely Haruhi and Kyo. Oh.
1: We are definitely I wish I was as motivated as Haruhi.
0: She's not always motivated. I feel like you're just seeing a slice of her life.
1: I guess it's fair. I do get motivated and then I do get kind of bored. And I feel like she does that too. But anyway, so I think Darling in the Franxx has maybe a better storyline than Haruhi, but...
0: I think Steins Gate has the strongest story of the three.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's not even... For me, there's no question that Steins Gate has to stay. Because I love Oak Bay But more. I
0: think that Darling in the Franxx and Haruhi have better animation.
1: I guess. And
0: I like the characters better. I know you don't.
1: What? How how, how, d-
0: you like, yeah,
1: how dare you? How dare you? There's Okabe in it.
0: I know Okabe's in and it.
1: And there's Mayuri in it. I've watched the show. And there's Kirizu in it.
0: And you're just looking at me with disbelief right now. <laughs> just,
1: all this time, I thought I was married to somebody who respected... <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea you're over
0: here picking like my favorite animes and i know well get rid of hey
1: Rumble. this is the point of this i wanted it to be hard i didn't want there to it's be like hard. one easy You picked
0: thing. one of your favorite anime and two of my favorite animes i know i it. own the box set for harui
1: okay harui is fair but darling in the bronx i own there look at
0: the poster
1: i have tried to find a starscape poster but i can't find a good one anywhere
0: <laughs> zero two is looking down on us as i speak <laughs> that's
1: true <laughs> okay well you can have those two darling in the fronks has to go for me i would never ever ever get rid of steins gate that's one of my top 10 favorite anime okabe is one of my husbandos and mayuri is my waifu
0: i think you're making the correct choice i just i can't personally i don't stand by that
1: all right next three data live the world <laughs> done <laughs> <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I tried to make a grouping of like the similar anime that... okay date Live, the world god only knows shuffle date alive yeah okay never mind let's just scratch that we'll move on <laughs> that wasn't a good grouping I tried
0: I feel like date Live. Just Feel life wasn't that good. What, what anime are you going to pick that's that I'd get rid of?
1: <laughs> over <Daniel? laughs> I like I enjoyed it. I don't know. It's just It would a... have
0: to be an anime that's just aggressively bad.
1: <laughs> Day. Okay, next three. Weathering with you, A Silent Voice, Your Name. Weathering with you. Okay.
0: You're really going to pick one of the most popular anime movies of all time that literally created a genre, a beautiful Kyoto Animations anime made by the best anime studio of all time, and then Weathering with You.
1: <laughs> Weathering with You is really beautiful. Uh
0: huh. What would you pick?
1: Weathering with You. Okay. So we're on <laughs> the same page. Here. Yeah. Although a silent voice sometimes made me feel a bit sad dated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah,
0: I felt sad baited too, but also the animation's beautiful.
1: The animation's beautiful. The story is really good. I mean, if my only complaint is I felt sad baited sometimes, then I mean, come on. Like, it obviously was good. All right, Erased, King's Game, Death Parade.
0: Death Parade. I think Death Parade's a better anime than King's Game, but it's really a question to me of what was the first one? Erased. Erased is clearly the best anime out of the three. So the question is. Do you want to get rid of the OP to Death Parade? The to <laughs> That's what
1: I was thinking when I wrote these three and I'm like, well, Death Parade, gotta go. Sorry. no. Nope. I know
0: Death Parade to most people probably has the better OP, but Spiral Fish Cake and I love the, k- the King's Game OP.
1: I will say other than the Psychopath OP, I feel like there's no other OP that has changed us the way the King's Game OP changed us.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like we weren't as open to watching just any anime before, but then we realized that sometimes when you watch an anime that's not the best, at least it's the end, and we're not alone in this. <laughs> <friend. laughs>
1: it is so good. I think it only has like a six-something rating on my anime list, and most six-somethings I've watched have deserved it. You know, it's not it. that
0: bad, people, Okay.
1: It's great. I love King's, King's Game. Game.
0: Give it a chance. I'm sure you've already seen Death Parade. I'm sure you've already seen Erased. If you haven't, those are great. Erased is the best one.
1: Erased is the best one. King's Game's good. King's Game's pretty violent though. Yes. So if you're not into that, then don't watch it. But give it a chance if you like action, if you like scary shows, if you like battle royale type stuff. That one's the one for you. It's good. Just give it a chance. But I, yeah, I have to agree with you, Death Parade's gotta go. Alright. Clanan on Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid.
0: Dang it, you did it. I knew you <laughs> would do this.
1: <laughs> I did it? What'd I do?
0: You picked three from Kyoto Animation.
1: I tried. I was <sighs> big brain.
0: You know I can't get rid of any of those.
1: You gotta pick one. You gotta I get rid You have to get rid of one.
0: I can't. I you can't be the to, one responsible.
1: You have to get rid of one. Myself. <laughs> That's not an option, baby. You gotta get rid of one of these three. <sighs> and when I say Clannad, that includes Clannad After Story 2. It's not just the first season. You, you look like you're in pain. <laughs> I think. <laughs> you gonna make it? I think, uh... You know which one it has to be. No, you know which I'm one. I'm not
0: gonna pick that one. You know, I'm not going to pick that one. I watched that one first.
1: Miss Kobayashi's dragging me. Yeah. You're about to tell me that you are gonna get rid of Clanad. Yeah. The clip from which we started this game with.
0: Yes, I would get rid of Clanad. Seriously. Clanad has this weird box thing in it. it doesn't make any sense you have to make it all the way through the first season box thing it's like this weird robot oh yeah the and little talk robot about play all the time there's this kid that keeps popping up that doesn't make any sense Tamoya is cool and all but as much as i like him i don't really identify with him that much kobayashi's a programmer i identify with kobayashi a lot and i love all of the character i do recognize that klenav is more of a classic and clearly has more tendrils in the anime history but like if i had to not pick one to get rid of forever but pick one to just only have missed one of them i would have missed clannad and it's just not my genre i prefer cute girls doing cute things
1: that hurts man breaking my heart
0: like if the romance genre has to take a step back for kobayashi to exist then that's just gonna be how it has to be.
1: So you're telling me you'd let go of the best dad in all of anime history, Akio.
0: And you would let go of the best Loli character in anime history? Yeah, bye,
1: I don't care about her. I literally don't care about Kana at all. I don't even think about her. But you know what, I think all the time about Tomoya and Nagisa and their beautiful times together and how that anime just shattered my heart and changed my life forever.
0: You would get rid of Toru? Miss
1: Kobayashi, are you cheating on me? This is already weird. Don't make it worse.
0: <laughs> you would get rid of Fafnir? I hate this and everything it stands for. Kill me. <laughs> I'm already dead inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do love all of them. Uh-huh. I- As Fafnir is one of my OG favorite, but yes but you know what i'm sorry gotta say goodbye to miss kobayashi's dragon maid as much as i love it i love tomoya and nagisa and nagisa's dad more and soon is hilarious could never let him go their friendship amazing it's too good that's how i feel
0: you're gonna pick this instead
1: hey tomoya
0: uh yes
1: i see you staring at my mom you cut that out uh, what the heck are you talking about yeah tomoya yep i'll pick that over any of these every time
0: i will say i do think it's the cuter one
1: it is the cuter one all right well that does it for our game of which anime has to go
0: and now on to our waifu of the week Hinata hyuga from naruto
1: because that too is my ninja, my ninja way
0: So what do you think of Hinata?
1: She is my favorite girl in all of Naruto. I think she's the best girl.
0: She's best girl?
1: In my opinion, in all of Naruto, yes. Here's the thing about Hinata. I think she has some really good character development. Because, you know, she starts out, she's very shy, struggles to stick up for herself, Struggles to really show what she can do, show her abilities, always living under the shadow of others. However, she then starts to act a lot braver, act a lot tougher, and she just makes a bunch of decisions and a bunch of brave acts that really surprised me so I really appreciate how brave she becomes over time I think that's pretty impressive because I know that's not something that comes very natural to her I don't think she's naturally the type that would have chosen to be a ninja in the first place no but I think that obviously they didn't really have a choice at this point in time in the history of the hidden leaf everybody pretty much had to become a ninja so I was always impressed with her and especially for her from the clan that she grew up in and the role that she had to play she really didn't have a choice about whether or not she became a ninja Mm -hmm. since her family was sort of the chosen family so i was just impressed with her trying to work hard to be a ninja even though it's not something that she would have necessarily naturally chose her disposition isn't natural towards a ninja but even so she works really hard and she's brave when she needs to be and i've always been proud to see her strong side that she definitely has and every time that that comes out it's just really strong
0: yes absolutely absolutely and I like a lot of things about her aesthetically. I like her hairdo. Always like that kind of hairdo. And I think that the thing they do with the Yuga's eyes are really cool. Like the white, like bleached out eyes against her dark hair colors. A super cool look, and I think it really stands out in the Naruto cast. And also, we have to point out that she's the inventor, practically, of the two index fingers touching each other to indicate shyness. <laughs> Meme. <laughs> of all, um, she's she started it. She's the it. prototype character that did that
1: very impressive setting trends yes she didn't even know
0: plus we don't have that many stan characters in this show and she's a naruto stan we can all respect that
1: you know what her and aruka the first two that ever really supported naruto she wasn't vocal about her support i feel like she didn't have chances to really be when she was very little but she would always congratulate him and be nice to him right. whenever they were in you school could yeah oh yeah You could. He's coming. oh my God. Say something, Hinata. I thought maybe Hinata. Well, well. Uh. <laughs> that, thats uh. from the tuning exams, and she's just trying to give him some medicine or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, and Naruto is so clueless as mm-hmm. to her interest in him.
0: It takes a while for her to even realize that Naruto likes her at all even though it's pretty obvious.
1: You mean it takes a while for him?
0: For her to realize that Naruto also likes her. I feel like she's down on herself a lot of the time.
1: I think she's just shy and just socially awkward. I find that pretty endearing that she's just doesn't know what to say.
0: She can be kind of aloof sometimes, a little bit.
1: Well, and plus, I mean, he was into soccer. Maybe just
0: kind of clueless.
1: He's very clueless. Besides, if I got caught or anything, I wouldn't want you getting into trouble. He cares.
0: (laughs) Yes, he does.
1: He does. But I mean, during this time, during a lot of the show, he is in love with Sakura.
0: Or he's infatuated with Sakura.
1: Uh, Yeah, I feel like that's fair. He's infatuated with Sakura. But he doesn't know how Hinata feels about him because he's super clueless, even though it's very obvious to everyone else around but him. Another thing I appreciate about her is I feel like Naruto isn't very vulnerable to very many people. With Sakura, he always had to be the strong one and would say, no, Sakura, I'm going to bring back Sasuke. We're going to do it. But he would admit to Hinata when the two of them were alone. There was a couple times, especially in the beginning of the show in early Naruto, where he would confide in her that sometimes he didn't feel sure about things or he didn't always know what to do or sometimes... He was scared. I don't remember ever really seeing him talk like that with many other people. Right. And she always listened. She admired him from afar.
0: That really is a cool thing about it, is that you see that before anybody else, there was Hinata. Hinata stand Naruto before anyone.
1: Yeah, she was like three now, three years she may, old. She
0: may not have supported him the same way other people did, but she was the first Naruto stand.
1: Oh, for sure. She saw him at three and was like, I like that kid. I like him.
0: I like that lonely kid that I could help out by being friends with him, but instead I'm going to look at him from afar.
1: <laughs> and admire him and try to talk to him sometimes. I feel like she tried to talk to him as much as she possibly could without having a freak out.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> she tried her best, okay?
0: <laughs> Can I say though that glow up though to Boruto?
1: That glow up from kid to young adult teenager. Loved the long hair. She looks so pretty. And then glow up from that from young adult teen to mom. Also another great
0: Spoilers. look. Spoilers. Hinata becomes a mom.
1: Well, if y'all don't know, then you don't know. I'm sorry.
0: Boruto could <laughs> come from anywhere. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: but yeah, she's awesome in Boruto too. I just like her development over time because I feel like she really pushes herself to be strong and a lot of it comes from being inspired by naruto i also think outside of being inspired by naruto which in fairness is a large part of her character is that she's in love with naruto and wants to help him spoilers it is not a spoiler (laughs) if you have seen episode one of naruto you know you know this you can see it that she's in love with Naruto and if you can't, I can't help you. But anyway, outside of her care and interest in Naruto, I also think that she's just a very caring person in general. She's always very nice to everybody around her and I feel like she always really respected and cared for Neji even though he didn't really show her the same respect in my opinion. I feel like she really tried to be just as caring of a person as possible in this world and she was very gentle I feel like she holds like a a sort of gentle strength. I feel like we see in Sakura this very tough strength that I really like, specifically more in Shippuden. And then I feel like with Hinata, we get this very sweet, gentle, kind, sort of strong. And I like how all the girls are strong in sort of different ways. Like you have Tenten, who's very dexterous and is good with weapons. And then you have Eno, who's very strong and kind of sassy and confident and sure of herself. And then you have Sakura, who's physically pretty strong, and then also intellectually strong. She's a smart person and good at healing. And then I feel like you have Hinata, who sort of brings a gentleness that the other girls don't really have, Mm -hmm. and an emotional intelligence and kindness the other girls don't have. Like, she's very there for others and a gentle presence. Just very soft, like warm and welcoming people to open up to her. And While she is more of a shy wallflower, I think compared to pretty much everybody else in this series, I feel like she still stands out. What are your thoughts on her?
0: I really like in Shippuden how she acts. She contributes to the story. She seems very strong, very powerful.
1: When she fights pain for Naruto.
0: Uh Uh-huh. She's willing to go in and I, to me, that shows her love. And Naruto bravery. And her bravery.
1: And she also adopted his saying, that's my Nindo, my ninja way, that you never give up. Because it showed to me that no matter what, she was supporting him. She was in his corner. That's right. Even if she wasn't always physically around because they didn't always get to spend time together in groups. Mm -hmm. You know, all the different teams. Okay, well, what are your top couple things that you like about Hanada? Top
0: five things about Hanada. Again, I like her hair. I always thought that haircut was, like, really awesome.
1: Are you talking about the one where she's a teenager? All of them. All of the different ones? Yes,
0: they're all amazing. She's cute. Oh, my word. She's cute. I love her ability The fact that she can see just about everything. She's not on Neji's level, but I think that her abilities are really cool. And number three, I think that she makes a really good mom. She's probably my favorite mom of the series. Just the way she talks to Boruto and Himawari is just so strong. And at the same time, it's really precious just to see them interact. And number four, I love her passion for Naruto.
1: She does have a lot of passion for Naruto. She
0: never gives up on that... And number one, I love her bravery.
1: All right. My five favorite things I like about Hanada. I really appreciate her bravery as well. I think she's very brave. I think she stands up for things when it matters. I know that she's naturally a very quiet person. So I feel like when she does stand up for that bravery or she does stand up for that thing, that it means more because you know she's not going to say anything unless she really feels strongly about it or feel strongly about saving the person or strongly about saying something to affect the situation. And you know, when she needs to. Two, I really think it's cute how shy she is. It's very endearing. She's just so sweet and shy, and even around people that she's comfortable with, she's just very shy and gentle. I really like that about her. Three, I always appreciate her support for Naruto even if some of it is from the sidelines. I appreciate that she always supported him and always believed in him and didn't take others' words for truth as to what kind of person she is and she sort of decided for herself and saw for herself what he was like even though other people in her life told her to stay away from him. So I always appreciated that she decided for herself that she liked Naruto and that he was a good person. So number four, I also really like her look. I think it's cute. I like her second outfit in Shippuden Mm -hmm. with the purple. I thought it was really cute. And then her long hair, I thought it was cute with the bangs. And number five, I also think that she is a great wife and a great mom. So she just continues being very supportive, continues being very sweet and understanding with her kids and with Naruto. And I also feel like she's tough when she needs to be there. Things don't get past mom
0: no uh-uh. she she can gently correct like the best of them She's yeah amazing and naruto can't get away with anything second best character in the whole show
1: after naruto
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say best character but so that's it for our wife with the week this week now on to stuff we watched recently
1: when anime goes mainstream you'll be sorry you said
0: that so starting now we're going to be talking about spoilers for the stuff we watched which is demon slayer jojo and a few other things actually a lot of other things if you want to avoid spoilers just check out the show notes and see which parts you want to listen to all right so what do you think of demon slayer
1: I really enjoyed this last couple episodes we watched since our last podcast. We're on episode 23 Mm -hmm. of Demon Slayer. And
0: they're currently, they're meeting the Hasherah. And they just, this episode, met the lord of the house, Kageya. He seems really cool.
1: They're an interesting group. I like meeting new characters. I feel like the more we've met new characters in this show, the better it's gotten for me. So Mm. I'm enjoying that. I don't know how much we'll get to know them since the season's almost over pretty soon. So I bet that that group's going to be a continuing thing as we move forward with what I'm sure will be season two with how popular it's been. But anyway, I liked the episode. Some of the demon slayers in that group aren't very nice, though. Some of them seemed a little evil, like the guy that stabbed Nezuko when she was in her box.
0: Yeah, I was not happy with what happened to Nezuko.
1: No, he was really rude to her. And I get it. They're demon slayers, and she's a demon.
0: Yeah, I get it. But also, Nezuko is baby. (laughs)
1: She is. Plus, here's the thing. I mean, most of the demon slayers we've met so far seem like they're kind sorts of people and well intentioned for the most part however of course in this world there's got to be some demon slayers that just want an excuse to kill and so they're killing demons and they're feeding into that excuse because they think it's fun or they enjoy it and i think that's the camp that guy falls into i don't think he's there to help people or to be kind i definitely think he's there because he likes fighting and killing stuff And he gets to do it legally by killing demons. I mean, I don't know this dude. We just met him this episode.
0: Are you talking about the wind Hashira? Yeah. The one that stabbed her?
1: Yeah, that's who I'm talking about.
0: Gotcha. Personally, I like the mist one. (laughs) Muichiro. The one. Who's like, what does that cloud look like? (laughs)
1: And then when stuff started getting real, he got angry out of nowhere. Yeah. He's interesting. I liked meeting him. I like
0: Mitsuri too, the love Hashira. she, She seems cool. It's a lot to take in all at once, I'll say.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different new personalities.
0: Also, I'm very suspicious that Gyu and Shinobu just didn't say anything the entire time. They've met Nezuko before. I don't know if Shinobu has, but Shinobu especially seems like a pretty outspoken character.
1: Well, Gyu remember, was sort of ostracized from the group, and I think that's because he had met Nezuko and let her go, and everybody was mad at him until the leader came out and talked about the fact that she had been sort of allowed to live, that that had been but Shinobu, okay.
0: shinobu seems like she has a really strong sense of justice don't you think she would have an opinion did know. she just not say anything just because she is such a big character in other parts of the show like what's the deal
1: she strikes me as somebody who might be interested to see how it goes thinks things are fun and interesting to watch see happen i don't know and remember she talked a lot about like well if you repent for your sins we can be friends so maybe she's just, like, waiting to see, you know, what Nezuko has to say for herself or show for herself.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know. She strikes me as someone who likes to see how things play out before saying something, but I could be completely wrong. That's just my opinion of her. I did
0: like that we had to have this argument, though, like, of the, uh, oh, well, she hasn't killed anybody, but, like, also, like...
1: She could. If she
0: did kill someone, then doesn't matter how many people killed themselves, that life will never come back. That was such a good, realistic argument that would have happened.
1: Right. Like, great, she has not killed anyone, but she totally could. And then what? So are we going to wait to see if she does? And then you can't get that life back?
0: Yeah, to me, this seems like what would have happened in real life, except that they probably would have killed Nezuko in real life.
1: I don't know. I don't think so, because she hasn't done anything wrong. And... She got letters. She's a demon. Yeah, but she there's letters explaining certain precautions that have been taken know. to. I save feel her.
0: like in real life she would have gotten killed.
1: Have you seen her face?
0: <laughs> have you seen her teeth?
1: <laughs> I guess I have, yeah. But her face is so cute. I don't think anyone would be going around killing her because she's so sweet and cute. Come on. All right. And then I was happy to see that Zenitsu and Inosuke are fine. And... Although
0: Inosuke seems like he's <laughs> lost something, I don't know what it's really
1: <laughs> his Spark. Yeah, he's not quite as there. Yeah, he's not as aggressive. Zenitsu's just as stressed out and Yeah, is still Zenitsu is always, but Inosuke was just like hi. <laughs> 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 They're like, "Your voice, are you okay?" He's like, "I'm okay." <laughs> I can't do it, obviously. I
0: got in the throat.
1: <laughs> and they're like, all right, dude. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I thought this was a overall pretty good episode. I've been enjoying this. I think there's gonna be some more stuff coming up towards the end that will be interesting. And this seemed sort of like a bridge between arcs episode, an exposition where we get introduced to a lot of people. I will say, probably my favorite moment from this episode is when Tanjiro gets angry and he's like you're hurting my sister and he headbutts that guy and knocks him down
0: Seen a ton of stuff like that so it's not like a new inventive thing but like whoa
1: yeah because Tanjiro is so calm collected Mm -hmm. sweet most of the time but if you do something to make him mad or try to hurt his sweet baby sister Nezuko that's
0: the only thing that makes him mad
1: Yeah, you know he's coming for you. And that guy was bragging so hard about how amazing and strong he was. And Tanjiro one hit that guy with a headbutt with his hands tied behind his back impressive. And these people are supposed to be these big shot demon slayer swordsmen whatever's and Tanjiro is just like Tanjiro but he beat that guy and I'm proud of him because that guy deserved it. Also super proud of Nezuko and being able to resist that guy's blood even though it was like dripping on her. Well, he,
0: she was hypnotized to think that people are family i wish that they just didn't hypnotize it like oh, yeah, what's the that she... don't you think it would feel more meaningful
1: whatever she's nezuko she can do no wrong she's amazing she's Sit perfect in
0: box become queen <laughs> nezuko
1: i mean yeah what of it
0: what more can you say
1: about demon slayer <laughs> There's nothing. All
0: right. Are you ready to move on then?
1: Yeah. Overall thoughts. Good episode. Still enjoying it. I'm still enjoying
0: Demon Slayer for sure.
1: I'm ready to see what happens. I think some cool stuff's about to come up.
0: I'm ready to see what all these people can do for sure.
1: Me too. I'm glad we got introduced to them. It's cool to see more Demon Slayers.
0: All right. So, our other weekly is Science Fell in Love, So We Tried to Prove It.
1: Seen up to episode eight of this show. And so, as far as I know, we're all caught up.
0: It's good. I enjoy it a lot. Whenever it comes on, it brings a smile to my face. They're such goofballs.
1: Me too, and this is one of the ones we said we were looking forward to watching coming Uh out in 2020. And we were spot on about what we thought it was about. Yes. (laughs) And it's been really, really fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I really love their chemistry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the two of them are very cute together.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: They're very cute, just awkward science people trying to be like, I think I am in love with you. You think so? Well, let's see. (laughs) Trying to prove if they're in love with each other, like quantify it in some way. The the science
0: isn't quite Dr. Stone level, but it's all realistic. I'm recognizing what they're doing. It makes sense what they're doing. But at the same time, I don't think they could possibly organize an experiment where they forget the control group. If you're in grad school, if you're an undergrad, I could see it, maybe. But if you're into research, and they don't just seem like regular scientists. They seem like the super smart ones. So the idea of forgetting really basic stuff like that.
1: I think that that's for the audience's sake. I definitely think that they're explaining it to us as we go along. Assuming we don't know what a control group is. I just
0: feel like it shouldn't have taken Ibarata, know, the goddess.
1: She's great. To come out
0: <laughs> and be like, oh, you idiots.
1: Maybe they were just so focused on their love, they forgot about the control group.
0: That's what I figured. I will say, though, regardless of how I feel about the show in the end... I'll always like that character.
1: She's great. I think all the different characters are pretty good in that show. There isn't one person that I don't like. I think they're all fun. I mean, we have the girl who sort of narrates the beginning. She's an undergrad science student as far as I understand. And she's sort of the normal person of all the group. And it's fun seeing everybody through her lens. And then their teacher's pretty fun and interesting. And then, of course, the two main characters are fun just seeing their chemistry. I do think, going back to the control group thing, that they were just so into figuring out the variables and how to measure love that they just didn't think about the other part and they're still forming their experiment you know it's been fun seeing what they come up with like the wall slam was pretty fun to watch yeah. them do <laughs> and then watching them do the kiss that was pretty fun mm-hmm. and also just seeing the main girl who's in love with the main guys get jealous every time a- he had to yeah Kimura. Yeah, every time he had to do experiments with the other girls.
0: When Yukimura had to do the various experiments, like the kiss and stuff with (laughs) Kanade.
1: Yeah. I love seeing their date, too. They're so funny when they talk or plan things. They're like, yeah, that would be optimal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The uh, 100% optimal kiss.
1: It's just so funny. Oh,
0: my word. With the perfect parameters. Also, this anime gave us Rika Kuma, the science bear, and taught me that Rika means science, I guess. Mm. I had no idea. There are all these characters named rika and i'm over here not understanding that it's some kind of science pun
1: Uh, yeah that was interesting to learn the science bear i will say i don't like i'm glad science bear hasn't been around that much lately i just want senku to teach me science nobody else i will accept no one what the Sen-Ku. Senku robot? Well, I'll settle. Even that
0: show had its own thing.
1: I know. I'll settle for Senku robot, but I would prefer Senku to teach me science. Right. But it's been fun. Their experiments have been cute. They've been fun to watch the progression of, and they're definitely in love with each other. We don't need science to figure that out. If they're not together by the end of this, I will be disappointed. Or if they haven't kissed or it's something It's Season one! I know, but they need to just be together, and then they can do dating experiments, like of a relationship that could be fun to watch. I also ship Kosuke with Ina. They're fun to watch together.
0: I like that they've been friends for a really long time.
1: Yeah, they're cute. They're childhood friends, and they both love gaming. Yeah. What do you
0: think about this artist person who's stealing their story?
1: Oh, the one that's in the most recent episode? Yeah, that's well... So weird. It felt like a weird shift in what the anime was about, so that was a little weird, but... Yeah,
0: and like, this was originally a manga, right? So isn't it kind of weird to just be like, oh, this is such a brilliant idea. Someone should write a manga about this brilliant idea.
1: My manga is so great somebody would want to also write about my manga. Yeah that is kind of funny.
0: If the manga doesn't sell well in the story isn't that admitting that the manga isn't good? And if the manga does sell well in the story isn't that like oh yeah humble brag but I think that (laughs) just just in my manga but like.
1: That is kind of funny.
0: How do you reconcile
1: with that? (laughs) I don't trust her because her glasses shine over. (laughs) And we know what that means. Right. That they've got hidden motivation. I don't know what that is yet. I thought that she was gonna try to steal their research, but now that we find out that she's an artist, she's wearing a beret, so duh.
0: I called that ahead of time.
1: I thought so, but then the teacher was like, well, she's a past student of this mm-hmm. lab, so then I thought maybe she's just a scientist who likes wearing berets. I'm not here to yeah, judge.
0: But every single manga artist in every single show goes... <laughs> this'll be perfect for my art.
1: <laughs> do they? Yes,
0: they all do. They all have that same face that she makes where she's like,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm, in, I'm investigating and studying. Why this.
1: are they all conniving? I don't know. But yeah, I bet we're gonna get into just some more wacky situations with the crew spurred Mm. on by this manga writer person, so we'll see. I'm ready for more.
0: Me too. I'm hype. All right. So, Jojo. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Stardust Crusaders. We watched part one.
1: Yeah. Well um
0: (laughs) that was that sure was something (laughs) i liked it it was good it's not as good as jojo part one and part two but still fun, still enjoyable, very different, very weird. Are... I'm looking forward to part two. I think that part two is going to be incredible.
1: I think so too. There are parts of it that I enjoyed better than part one and part two. Like I do think, like we talked about last time, that Joseph's better is an old man. I think he's pretty cool. Jotaro's grown on me. I like his relationship with Anne. Yes, They're do. cute. You keep saying
0: that to me, too.
1: Yeah. He's nice to her. If only he could be nice to literally anyone else. Are we going
0: to address the fact that the entire JoJo Joestar team lied to Polnareff about the most important thing in his life?
1: That was and so messed up. Like,
0: it was just really messed up when they pretend it was Abdal's dad when it was, <laughs> it was Abdal the whole time.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that either because at that point, Poldarev didn't have to keep the secret from anybody anymore. So why would they do that to him?
0: And you could see the pain in his face. I would never forgive somebody for doing that to me. I know. I would
1: leave. Then he literally made a wish to a genie for them both to come back to life, Abdal and his sister. And then that was horrible to see poor guy all because of the guilt that he was feeling yeah for something that didn't even happen they all knew yeah that was messed up
0: you know what deep down how i feel about jojo is that jojo is at its best when it's dio and the mask and a joestar like i agree that's the coolest thing
1: i agree i
0: anything involving the mask stuff Anything involving Dio, especially, and then a Joe star. This season was like, let's. Take away the mask stuff for the most part. And let's have most of the plots not have Joe Star be the main focus. Let's have one of the supporting characters take a turn for each of the stories. I mean, it's good, but when did we decide this is like a Monster of the Week show?
1: Yeah, it did become sort of Monster of the Week as they're fighting all of Dio's groupies.
0: The assassins.
1: Yeah, but it's been fun to see all the wacky ones that they run into, so.
0: They're all really different and very wacky, for sure. Yeah,
1: and I do like their little group and (laughs) and how much of a struggle it's been to get to Egypt. They've been in plane crashes. They've been in a submarine crash. Their cars have crashed. They've been through a lot.
0: I don't understand how they can get off that boat where they found out that the boat was the stand and then the car in front of them, the car is the stand <laughs> and then the sun itself is a stand and then they meet this baby and they're like,
1: it's a baby. I
0: mean, you know some weird stuff is happening that was a stand would obviously be responsible for.
1: But a I don't know. Okay. That doesn't
0: doesn't seem like, nah.
1: But Joseph was so cute with the baby. Yes. I loved his grandpa vibes. They were great. And they didn't check to see if the submarine was a stand, which I feel like they should have given their past history. They found
0: out that the cup on the submarine was a stand pretty quickly.
1: But the submarine itself, they didn't check. Also, I loved how Joseph and his wife were talking on the phone. I thought that was cute. He's like, I gotta make a phone call. And they're like, now? Really? He's like, it's important. And it's his wife. And she's like, oh, dear. Should I wear the white dress or the purple one? What about the blue one? Uh,
0: they're don't cute. Don't find out. I'm on a submarine.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the poor butler guy's hey, just mom. like, oh, I don't Ignore know. Ignore
0: the sound of rushing water and the alarm, Grandma. I promise nothing's going on. Yeah. I'm you just... call on your grandma,
1: Jodoro, <laughs> Jotaro, why'd you answer with your grandma? <laughs> the second half was fun to watch.
0: But... When it's back to being a Joe Star and Dio and the Mask and all of the pieces of the tripod, all the Dragon Balls are coming together. I'm ready for them. And now we're ready to make our wish. And my wish is that Stardust Crusaders Season 2 or whatever, Part Part 2, is brilliant. I bet it will be. I bet it will be amazing. We've already watched the opening. I'm hyped for it.
1: Me too. We gotta start it. We probably. Well, quarantine's given us plenty of time to watch anime. So, Speaking
0: of which, so what's some anime that you've watched by yourself recently?
1: Okay, so this month I sort of accidentally finished an anime every day for the first three days. And then I was like, why don't I just do this on purpose? Why don't I finish an anime every single day? So I have... It's April 11th, so some of the ones we watched together and some I watched by myself. So, let me just talk about that. So, I finished Roroni Kenshin and mm-hmm. I actually did that before this. Right. So, Roroni Kenshin <laughs> ended. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: Is there anything really more to say than what you said last time?
1: No, I mean I was pretty disappointed. The
0: ending is a huge disappointment and there's an OVA kind of thing like a last episode yeah, that's not that- very good.
1: No and, and you were
0: just sorely disappointed. It should have ended 30 episodes ago, right?
1: Yeah. The last episode I couldn't even watch because apparently they don't even think of it as an episode because it was so bad. But apparently there's more stuff I could watch and I did read the ending and what happens, which I won't spoil because it doesn't technically happen in the Roni Kenshin I watched. But it just kind of ends and things don't really get... Resolved. They just talk about this guy's scheme to take over different parts of the town and mm. get introduced to this another evil group. And Kenshin and Kalru never get together or anything like that. So I was pretty disappointed. I definitely think overall, though, it's a show I enjoyed watching. It's a classic anime. If you like classic anime, You definitely should watch it. I think Kenshin's a great character, but I definitely think it peaks during the Shishio arc and all the stuff that happens in Kyoto. And then after that, it's kind of okay. So starting my whole finishing an anime day in April was Dead Man Wonderland, which I thoroughly enjoyed and I knew before watching this that the ending of this wasn't good so I sort yeah. of tempered my expectations and lo and behold main character voiced by Greg Ayers.
0: Yes we had another one. Another, another one. Another main character voiced by Greg Ay-
1: He did a good job. Wasn't the voice I was expecting but it made sense. So yeah Dead Man in Wonderland I enjoyed It's another action kind of gory show where the main character is blamed for class massacre Mm -hmm. that he didn't commit. I thought it was good. I thought the story was interesting. I thought him and Shiro had a nice relationship that was interesting. I like it when he meets up later with a group of people who are trying to escape from the prison. I think that was interesting. I like how the prison's different secrets sort of get unraveled and you start learning about them a little bit as it goes. So that was interesting. There's a lot of good characters. I enjoyed it overall. I also watched Black Bullet which honestly the only thing that really kept me going was the fact that the two main characters were voiced by christopher Patton and lucy christian who voiced the two main characters in full metal panic kaname and yeah. sosuke who i love
0: you had to like really push yourself through that one if i remember
1: yeah the main character i liked and it did actually make me cry a little at mm. one part i won't say a whole lot because you haven't seen it and i no, think I haven't I think that might be one you'd like more than me. I'd be willing to watch it again with you. But one thing about this show that did annoy me in regards to the main character, because I don't really have a problem with him other than this, and it's not his fault, but they just keep introducing more 10-year-old girls as time goes on. So his partner is a 10-year-old girl, and she is powers because there was an event that happened that caused all the children that were girls being born during that event or around that event something like that to have these powers and it basically infected them. And so a lot of people in this society associate them with that disaster and kind of think it's their fault in some way. And they treat them like outsiders or they use them as weapons and only see them as a weapon. So he meets some other girls as the show goes on and he's kind and does not treat them that way. He views them as people. He tries to put his partner in regular school and tries to give her as much as a normal life as possible while still working with her and fighting the different things that come in that they have to fight. Anyway, it just gets annoying because every single one of the girls that he meets literally ends up having a crush on him and it's like, all right, come on. They all think he's cute and want to marry him. He definitely has a crush on a girl that's his age that he's known for a while and they've done student council stuff together. So, I liked seeing their relationship even though it sort of takes a turn for the worse towards the end. But overall it was okay. I mean there's nothing like especially bad about it. I guess it's just there's nothing especially good about it either. Some of the fight scenes were pretty cool, some of the action was pretty cool. The main character's relationship with his partner was really sweet to watch. I mean, what can I say? It was okay. I have a couple other ones I've watched by myself, but I know you also watch some by yourself, so do you want to talk about some of those?
0: Sure. One of the ones I watched by myself is SAO 2. I just needed something to put in the background. So I just watched stuff that I wasn't particularly interested in, but that I wanted to have seen because I was interested. I'm like, you know what? I want to know what happens in this. But like, I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: things you want to know about firsthand and experience, but not things you want to pay 100% attention to. Yeah.
0: And it's a special kind of thing that can be interesting enough to watch, but not interesting enough to pay attention to. Anyway, so SAO 2, I'd watched the part with Sinon and Kirito before I was just on the Zekin arc. And honestly, I really like the Zekin arc. Anything that focuses on Asuna is good in my book. The Asuna Zekan arc is amazing. Okay, maybe not amazing, amazing. But yeah, I loved it. It was, great. was a
1: great character.
0: is a great character. Her fighting Zekin and then getting together with Zekin and beating a boss. It was all really predictable and obvious. Kirito and Asuna bought a log house together. Anyway, That's
1: really cute. It was beautiful.
0: It was great. And I also watched Gungale online. Say alternative. And I really enjoyed that one. Also very predictable. <laughs> what the ending was with who Pita Huey was. But you know what? I liked it. And I really liked Len's friend, Fuka Zero. She was really cool with her grenade launcher thing and supporting her friend Len. I really liked Len, how she's just a fast girl, fast small girl. And I liked that We got a look into what a girl playing games might be like other than Asuna and and then Sinon who had some serious PTSD going on. Len is just a girl who is tall and wants to be small and she doesn't have any superpowers in the game. She's just fast. And short. And short, yeah. I like Angel Online. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun to listen to in the background. I didn't get to see that much of the animation, sadly. But of what I did see, it was all really good. I thought that the character designs were all really interesting, except for M it was kind of boring. And I guess... Hui's alright, but... SAO, it's good to listen to in the background. I'll say that. I think it's my favorite thing to have on in the background. Like, new. Like, I could always repeat K on a hundred times, but like, SAO, it's not bad. Definitely better than some of the other stuff that I tried to listen to in the background, just say. What about you? What else are you watching by yourself?
1: So I also finished My roommate is a Cat. It was really good. It made me cry more than I would like to admit. <laughs> Okay, so it's about this author. He's a mystery writer. He's very socially isolated and doesn't really like to talk to people. He's very uncomfortable around others and he interacts with people as little as humanly possible when he can help it. But he has an editor he talks to and a lot of this is because it's his natural disposition. But also because both of his parents died in an accident. And so he's been depressed since then. I think he just doesn't want to make connections with other people because he doesn't want to be sad like that again. So it's really sad seeing him work through his grief and then deal with being alone and purposefully alone. And it's just sad seeing the life that he leads by himself. I mean, he thinks he's okay with it. But then he finds a cat out in the streets. I think it was raining. And he rescues her and through their relationship with each other because you also see the show from the perspective of the cat and you see what the cat's gone through in her life being a stray and being abandoned with her siblings and stuff on the side of the road in a box it's just cute seeing how they help each other get closer and they both learn to accept love from each other. And along the way, he also meets other people and gets closer to people in his life because of her. And he gets the idea for his new novel from her. The end, she gets lost because he goes on a vacation for his parents because it was a vacation they never got to go on because they got into an accident. On their way to this vacation so he wanted to go on it for them and so that was really emotional to watch him sort of getting closure on the death of his parents, but mm-hmm. she gets worried about him and doesn't know where he is. So she runs out the door because it's a really bad storm outside and she wants to make sure she finds him. So he gets home and his friend let him know that he accidentally let the cat out because he left the door open. That's when she bolted. And so I was sitting there crying because they're both not able to find each other. They're both worried about each other's well-being and I'm just sitting there like it's they do not find each other, then I don't know what I will do because this is so sad. But of course they did. I knew that they would. Can't in an anime like that where they don't find each other. But it was really cute. It was emotional to watch. Just watching him get through his depression because of his cat. And like, we have a dog. You know, I know how much an animal can mean to you. I related to him in, in some ways with that. It's good to watch. I also watched Legend of the Galactic Heroes Die in New and then also Legend of the Galactic Heroes Dinui Thieves, Syrian One and Syrian Two. So basically there's the first season, which is just Legend of the Galactic Heroes Dinui And the second part is divided up into three four episode movies. So I've watched two out of the three four episode movies. And it's been Fantastic. And from what I understand, a remake of the original 1988 version, but more condensed because the original version is a hundred some episodes and this is only 24 altogether. So I've been really enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. really good. I love space stuff. And I love military war strategy stuff too. I love watching it. So, even though I don't always quite know what's going on to be completely honest cuz they'll be like and then this event happened and it th- sparked this and these admirals and I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm and the two different warring parties are really interesting because you see it and you're like well they don't directly say one's right or wrong and you can tell that both sides have bad people on it and both sides have good people on it and the main two spearheads of both sides that you see is one side you have this guy Yang who they call the magician Yang or like the miracle worker Yang because he gets out of all these crazy situations and he's really cool. He's my favorite of the whole group. But then at the same time, he's like, I just want to be a historian. I want to retire. I want to live an easy life. I don't want to be part of the Navy anymore. He tries to leave and they just straight up don't let him. They're like, nah, bro, sorry. You're too good at this. You're not going anywhere. That's great. Yeah. And he's just Kind of chill, but really smart and really good tactically. He has an amazing military mind. And then on the other side, we have this young man, Loengrum, and his friend Kirscheist. And they've been childhood friends. And basically, Lohengrom's sister got taken by the emperor to be one of his concubines. And he was so upset by that that he wanted to rise up and power himself and go up to the military ranks and become the leader in order that nothing like that could ever happen again, basically. Because he watched helplessly as his sister got sold, essentially, to some guy to be one of his concubines. And he was not obviously happy about that. He loves his sister very much. So together, they're both rising in the ranks and trying to do better and be the ruler and then second in command. So he's an emotional guy in contrast to Yang, who's kind of a more even keeled, thinker, laid back sort of man. Watching him rule is very interesting too. And watching them battling each other at points is really cool because Lonegrom is also very smart and he's a little younger than Yang. I think Yang is like 29. And then Grom's in his early 20s. They call him the golden haired brat. <laughs> among the people who don't like him and there's plenty of them but yeah just watching two people battle it out in space and you're warring and you're not sure who you should really be rooting for but it's just been so fun to watch I have four more episodes to go I'm really excited to finish it and I can't wait I'm gonna watch the original series too the Mm -hmm. 1988 one because I've just loved it
0: you like better I have one more that I want to talk about that I watched alone didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life? It's about this girl named Mile. She got isekai'd first of all. and
1: Was there she, a truck?
0: Yeah, she got full isekai'd. Okay. And she was so good at everything and so beautiful in her previous life that the only thing that she wanted was to be average and to live a happy normal life because she was so excluded from being so good all the time. She
1: was too perfect? She was too perfect. Mm. And
0: everybody hated her. Sounds tough. It was jealous.
1: Did someone push her in front of the isekai truck?
0: Oh my word. I don't think so. Oh. I think she was... Oh, she saved a, a girl.
1: Oh, of course she did. Yeah, of course yeah, she did. Of course. That's how um... every good isekai character gets isekai So what did you like about it?
0: Just the whole premise is really funny, the idea that she asked to be average across the whole world and she didn't account for the fact that the strongest elder dragon has like god level powers and therefore her abilities are just so good. The fact that she's so strong but she's pretending to just be this average person but she doesn't know what average level is for people so she keeps trying to be normal but she just can't and i think that's really the beautiful thing about it is that you can't just wish your problems away you have to accept them and you have to learn how to deal with them then yeah she got another chance at life she didn't use her second chance at life to run away from her original problems she used her second chance at life to figure out what her original problem was in the first place which is that she needed to be proactive in trying to have friends she needed to just look out for those friendships and not just let them slip through her fingers and she needed to put her friends above other things in her life and that she needed to do less focusing on her abilities and more focusing on what she can do in the situation to make the situation better and i don't know it's just it's really good and all the characters in the show were really awesome mile of course is great she's perfect as the main character pauline she seems like the healer character that's just sort of a onodera like that type character
1: Like a Dondere?
0: Yes. She seems like a Dondere, but really, she comes from a merchant family and she's very street smart as well. So she's got this shifty side to her. So she's like a Dondere that gets them out of tough street situations. Like when they're being swindled, she pulls out the reverse swindle kind of thing. But she's just this sweet, cute little girl who's like 14. But she's outsmarting all these adults. (laughs) Yeah, she's the only person in the show that just seems really smart. And then there's Mavis, who is kind of like the trap slash prince character, but at the same time not. And the joke with Mavis is that she doesn't have a dark past. Like, they all have secrets they want to hide. And Mavis is just like, not me. I'm good. (laughs) And then Raina is super suspicious of Mile and wants to know what the deal is with her. Because she's super jealous. But Raina is also a, a tsundere and kind of the leader of the group. I think she's my favorite. She's Mile and Raina, top pair. It's a good show. And Mile is really funny when she gets going. They fight a kind of dragon at one point, but it never lands. And they only get one shot at it. So Mile just starts picking people up in her team and throwing them at the
1: track. Oh my gosh.
0: Without their consent.
1: That's crazy. they're just
0: like, what? You threw me at the track.
1: Oh my god. So you can get in range. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Mile. Jeez.
0: Yeah, it was awful. Well, she also used a wind magic spell to get them to land safely.
1: That's nice. She's being thoughtful. Yes. (laughs) At least a little
0: i really enjoyed that show i hope we get a season two that's all the stuff i watched by myself we have a few more things that we watched together like suke monogatari so we watched yatsugi's story the doll
1: it was my least favorite installment of the monogatari series so far i'd say yeah kind of
0: i kind of feel the same way ish it ends
1: on year. a very anticlimactic note
0: yeah, it really does. Because
1: they are building up like this guy's this big bad. Talking about how Gan, Kaiki, and Mei Mei all knew him when they were in college or in school. And building him up like he's scary. And then they get there and yeah, Aragis he, oh. like talks to him and then she just kills him.
0: Yeah, yeah, Tsugi just comes out and...
1: Yeah, pop, bye. Bye. And Araagi's just like, What? <laughs> She's just like, yep, he did. And that's kind of all there is to that. A lot of talking about how if he continues to be an apparition that he's going to get killed by this man and then...
0: I thought that part was really good. That's the big part of this. You see him interact with Shinobu. That's part of Tsukimonogatari the one where they're like, oh, well, you were standing on my head to protect me. That was really good Shinobu development. And then when we learn about Aragi, he is becoming too much of a vampire. That's a really good development as well i think a really interesting part of the story and finally we learn more about the trio that started the supernatural kind of club researching supernatural stuff in their college or whatever
1: yeah That's that what was interesting because i love Kaiki and Mamie, and i love learning more about them yeah, anytime i think I that, can. that
0: whole part of the plot's really cool i think it has a lot of valuable stuff to offer the ending is just not very fulfilling
1: It's just a lot of talking, which Mona in general has a lot of talking. That's not a problem for me. I don't mind that. But then there's a lot of talking and not really anything done about what they talk about. That's very interesting. It just sort of ends out of nowhere.
0: Also, it's the only arc that I can think of that both doesn't introduce a major character or doesn't show the ending of a large arc around that character yeah it only like shows i guess it could be an ending of her arc but is it yeah does it ask more questions than it answers that's sort of my question
1: yeah i mean it was fine it was okay i mean as always directed really well visuals great
0: doing a great job still
1: yeah as always well we also watched overlord season one yeah
0: what'd you think I really liked it.
1: Is okay? Is it that gay. right? I mean...
0: I really like the characters.
1: Well, I don't know why everyone thirsts after Mr. Bone Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zool-Gong.
1: Yeah, I don't know why everyone's all thirsting. Mr.
0: I really like the vampire lady, Shaltair Bloodfall or whatever. She's really cool. And then the one that he made, Fall in Love, Albedo. She's all right. I think she's pretty cool too, but it's kind of dumb how in love she is with him. I feel like she, like, encapsulates how everybody feels, and if it was just that one person, it'd be one thing. But the fact that everybody feels this way about him makes her kind of just blend in.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, he made her like that, so that doesn't bother me. It's everyone else who, for some reason, is into him inexcusable. I mean, I know he's super powerful. But... I think it
0: should bother you that Albedo's like that because it's messed up what he did.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't act on it. And I think part of it is it's because. Not messed up did it on purpose. It's not
0: messed up what he did and he's not doing anything about it that's malicious, malicious or malicious other than confirming that it was a real girl. Well, other than at the very beginning when he didn't understand it was a real person. Yeah,
1: I was going to say he's not really his fault. He had a moment where he was
0: just goofing around.
1: Yeah, yeah just goofing around and How could he have predicted he would become <laughs> in the game like yeah. but yeah. like
0: I don't know. It just seems a bit much but then when you look at everybody else also always in love with him. It's like okay.
1: I did like the fight scenes and I do yeah. like the character designs. He looks really cool.
0: I don't know. I just like the villains. I like Clementine. I like Altier. I enjoyed that anime. I thought that it kept my attention the entire time while I was playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> so, good on Overlord. I'm yeah. excited for season 2. It's not my favorite isekai I've watched, and I've been watching a lot of isekai. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, lately.
0: Yeah. But, you know, one step closer to Isekai Court,
1: And I do have that written down on my list of shows to watch. So we're getting closer and closer. Yeah, overall, I think it like did a little less than you did. I just thought it was okay. Not as good as what I feel like other people have made it seem, but definitely not bad. I mean, I enjoyed watching it still. Not
0: as good as Data Live.
1: Ugh, it's better than Data Live. <laughs> okay, I say ugh as if I like hated Data Live, but I did not hate. Out of the
0: list of anime that we talked about today, where does Data Live rank?
1: The last.
0: Okay, I agree. Data Live was fun to watch in the background of playing Animal Crossing. <laughs>
1: If I had to I didn't only give it all my attention. yeah, if I had to only pay attention to *Date Live*, I don't think I could have made it.
0: I feel like I knew what we were getting into.
1: Yeah, I honestly thought it would be more over the top than what it was.
0: So Date Alive, it offers something, but like mostly it's really good if you're looking for a dating game, but in the form of a show. Well, it doesn't feel like a dating game in the form of a show.
1: Here's the thing. We've watched The World God Only Knows. Yeah, that 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 really. does it way better. Yeah. And is a better show Um, in general.
0: The World God Only Knows is better because they treat all these girls like they're real people. Whereas in *Data Live*, it doesn't matter if they're a spirit or if they're part of the resistance or if they're his sister, it feels like they were all created to love him in the end. Yeah, it does
1: kind of feel that way. In World
0: God Only Knows, it feels like he is legitimately winning them over.
1: Yeah, he learns about each of their unique personalities and he tries to cater to what it is they like and cater to who they are as a person and get to Mm -hmm. know them. Them in order to win them over whereas I feel like this they're just won over by him some reason yeah in
0: world god only knows there's a lot of failure too whereas in data life it feels like he could say whatever he wanted and they would do
1: it yeah and then he's just like let's go on a date and they're like okay no matter who they are even his teacher
0: his teacher's not a spirit by the way. She's yeah, just Yes, she's person. just some
1: lady and he's just practicing. She, she's
0: literally just 30.
1: That's what bothered <laughs> That's me. Whole, her I think she's is, 29. I'm
0: 29. I'm about to be 30 and I don't have children.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing too. No one ever said no to him. Everyone was like, sure, I'll go out on a date with you, Shido.
0: And then they find out that she's cheating and the girls are like, you have their reason.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I did love the parts where they would be talking to him through the headset <laughs> and yeah. suggesting different things for him to say <laughs> that was really funny yes
0: that was great
1: yeah that's really funny overall it amused me there's some funny parts but it wasn't a standout anime for me by any means i've seen this similar concepts done better
0: all right chio's school road <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so what funny. What a
0: surprise that anime was. Yeah. Cause... We like load this up. It looks like it's nothing special.
1: Because after Date Alive and Overlord, I was like, you know what? I just want to watch some regular School anime. And so I was like, cheetah School Road. This sounds regular enough. She's a girl in high school trying to go to high school. It's about her road to school, whatever. Let's key it up. And it was so much more. So funny. All oh.
0: of the various girls are like, except for maybe Yuki, I don't know, the blue haired wimp. Yeah. All of the characters are like the funniest character that you remember from a different show. like a side they picked a side character that's the best one from a different show and then they just made them all in this show as the main characters
1: yeah they're so hilarious some of the things she says are just so funny and so random And I love that she's so into video games that she stays up all over the night and then Mm -hmm. she's trying so hard just to be average, but she never is. Yes.
0: She's like, I'm average, I'm average, I'm average, below average, but average.
1: And she never does anything below average. She does all these goofy, hilarious things like to try to see if the popular girl's talking to her or someone behind her. She just throws herself in garbage. (laughs) Yeah. And then she accidentally hits a biker gang member in the face with an elbow and tells him that she's Bloody Butterfly. She's like, I'm Bloody Butterfly, and here's why you need to listen to me. And <laughs> she's like, fire around her. She's talking yes. to his biker gang oh member. And then he sets his life straight because <laughs> of her, <laughs> even though he finds out she's not even all that. She can't even fight. It was just a lucky hit. You know,
0: that's one of the animes I feel like just had such a funny just being there and like goofing around. The ending isn't all super amazing, but just the first few episodes and then like as it went on, it continued to be really funny. I feel like the high though was her with the motorcycle threatening the guy.
1: That was so funny. Oh, I think my favorite thing about that show is that it takes a sort of normal idea or whatever I Idea, like oh maybe you should look cuter and then just takes it way over the top crazy mm-hmm. like oh I fell asleep playing video games what should I do and just boom wild and her inner dialogue is so funny that show's definitely carried by her
0: and by the dub in general oh
1: yeah the dub is hilarious oh my
0: and another Chapman?
1: Yeah, another one. ADR director Clifford Chapin. The um, localization w- team worked hard yes, on that one. Yes, they
0: did amazing. It was so funny. That's the reason we watch dubs, right? There shows like that.
1: Yeah, they're funny.
0: I will say there are a few characters I wasn't a huge fan of, like the uh, Madoka, who's the sports person.
1: Oh, the comedy girl.
0: Yeah, comedy, comedy, and then the weird guy.
1: Her mentor guy, I, the old man.
0: Madoka's mentor. I'm super against that guy. I wish he wasn't in the show. Anyway.
1: There are some funny moments with both of them, but they're very pro- He crossed me out. They're I both very problematic. Anyway. Overall, though, hilarious. If you Absolutely. need a good laugh, watch Chio School Road.
0: So, to end it, I guess...
1: Yeah, we got right, one more to talk
0: about. Is Re Zero, is ReZero, which, hey, ReZero's getting a season two, so why not watch season one?
1: Yeah, and last time we talked about this show, we just started in episode one, and boy, did things change from there.
0: Yeah, Zatella got a new name, and again, I've watched this before, so this is more like my re watch. And I'm starting from zero again.
1: Ha, stop.
0: (laughs) Okay, in an earlier episode, we were talking about getting isekai And I was like, do you have to die to end up in an isekai? And then also at another point, I was like, when you die in an isekai, do you get respawn? All of that was because of ReZero. He doesn't die. He just magically ends up in the fantasy world. And then on top of that, when he dies, he goes back to a save point. So I was like, this is such a weird isekai. It doesn't follow all the trends.
1: Yeah it was really good I enjoyed it a lot
0: yeah yeah um, what about it really stood out to you I enjoyed it more the second time by the way
1: I think it was the, the story and the character development and I really liked watching him go back in time and try to fix things and then mm-hmm. All the relationships he made with everybody and then you find out more things about the world as he continues to have to start over after he dies. And the stakes just feel high at different points for different reasons like people he cares about are in danger, his relationships aren't working out, just all sorts of different things. And I feel like I really like the tonal shift that happens from the first part to the second part. You know, once he gets past saving people's lives, it really does change and become something different. I really like the changes he makes. Like I said, that his character development because he really tries to be this, like, cool Isekai hero who saves Amelia all the time and is always there for her or whatever. And I appreciate that he realizes that wasn't the right way to go about everything.
0: It kind of reminds me of Mob Psycho where we got to do this thing that obviously what he was doing was not right and then later on they address it. They actually deal with it and the characters have a falling out and then they actually have to learn by themselves basically how to deal with the new status quo and get back to good graces with the person.
1: Right because that part where they get into that fight and he's like you should be grateful I've saved your life countless times. Yeah, he
0: shows his true colors.
1: Yeah, and to be completely fair to him, she has no idea how hard he worked to save her. He did so much stuff, went through so much emotional pain to help save her and Rem and Ram and Felt and all of that. But it's not her fault. She doesn't know and she never asked to be saved by him. And she told him specifically, I don't want you to come with me to this. Don't say anything. And he just kept digging himself a deeper and deeper hole trying to be her hero because he wanted to look good for her and for other people. Mm -hmm. He wasn't making it about how much he cared about her. He started making it about him and wanting to look cool and be this cool person and be that hero for her. Which she says later, that she just wanted him to treat her just like anybody else which I feel like is unfair and he said I can't just look at you the way I look at anybody else and I don't think she understood what he meant by that it's because he was in love with her he can't just look at her like she's just some whoever but she liked him because she thought that he didn't care that she looked like the story of the witch so I felt really bad for both of them in that moment but he was definitely wrong telling her that she needs to appreciate him and she's only here because of him and all this stuff when she specifically told him not to come with him. But I felt like that was all very real conflict. Sometimes I feel like relational conflict is very contrived, not only just in anime, but just in shows in general. But that felt very real. On one hand, she asked him not to do this stuff. She didn't want him to be her protector. On the other hand, he would worked his life multiple times for this girl. She doesn't know. And he's very into her. But I just liked over time how their relationship develops and how he develops a person and realizes that he can't be making this all about him. Right. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good because of his character development. And also I liked all the girls and I thought they were all really good characters.
0: And I really like Subaru. I really like the way that he acts and his attitude toward things. It's really fun and entertaining. He always somehow manages to keep a upbeat spirit except for when he has severe PTSD.
1: I appreciate how he didn't always rally because mm-hmm. he did for a while while and i was like okay this kid has like an amazing ability to be fine after these horrible things happen but eventually at some point he just can't deal with it anymore i just like how he goes through these different stages of being able to rally and then being really distraught and then being sort of full of himself and then being numb and then being able to get back and rally again
0: yeah Subaru is really cool and Amelia she is so interesting there's all this controversy around her Felt is really cool because she it doesn't really want to be part of the selection but she gets sort of dragged into it and now she's into it and Reinhardt's kind of mysterious what are his motives and the lady the rich one who's always looking down on people she's kind of interesting because she's kind of like throwing wrenches into the plan by bringing Subaru and messing things up for Amelia I don't know it's just it's almost. All really interesting seeing it all come together and the second right. time i really appreciated how subaru was and his art knowing ahead of time what rim and ram's motives were it was nice seeing that from the point of view of like okay i already understand what's going on so it makes more sense what's happening
1: i really liked rim and ram's backstory Mm I thought was interesting. Don't think we can talk about this show without talking about the ship wars of Rem and Subaru versus Amelia and Subaru. They really
0: address it in the show, too. I think it's obvious who Subaru's heart is for.
1: I do feel bad for Rem, though, because she just kind of disappears in the last couple episodes of the show.
0: Yeah, it's like they focus on her so much that they're like, okay, but now we need to forget about her for a bit because she's had her turn. Yeah, that's that's not not... what the show's about.
1: Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, you know, I ship him with Amelia. Yeah, so do I. But that's not to say that I don't think Rem's great. I love Rem. I think she's cool. I think she's a great character. I just, one, I don't think Subaru needs somebody who just thinks he's so amazing all the time. I think he needs someone who's going to be like, dude, nah, you're acting wild. Like, you need to chill. You need to stop being your weird self. Like, this is too much. I feel like Amelia will call him out on stuff and won't let him get past stuff. Whereas I feel like Rem just, like, cares so much about him and loves everything every little thing about him. Also, when she confessed her love to him, he did her dirty. He was just like, thanks, Rem. Love Amelia, though. Like, so mean. He could have said something, but- Love Amelia.
0: Also, let's run away together. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't love you.
1: It was funny, though. We were watching that, and I was just like, if I was super right now, I'd ask Rem to run away with me and never come back to this place. And then five seconds later, he's like, Rem, will you run away with me (laughs) and never come
0: back? that was really funny oh my gosh <laughs> what a prediction i know
1: i wasn't trying i just that's what i would have done if i was super too didn't work out though yeah i feel like the show does Rem dirty though i don't think it's fair i still don't ship him and her together i just feel like it's obvious that he loves amelia and i feel like amelia and him make more sense as a couple because she's that strong gentle kind of woman that i feel like he needs and i feel like rem is also very strong and, and kind but
0: so you don't ship him and felix no. How do you feel about Felix?
1: Whatever. I mean, he didn't really make a dent in the show for me. <laughs> okay. Like,
0: I'm sure we'll see more in season two.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for season two. So we'll see. I hope we actually get to see Amelia and Suru get together in season two. And I
0: hope... Can we see that at the end
1: of season one? They do. Like, be together, I mean. Yeah. But I really hope that there's also a nice ending for Rem.
0: Yeah, where is she? Where'd she even go? Know. She's just at the castle laying down? Like, what's the deal? I don't
1: know where she is. She's at Sacrificed a lot for Subaru. And I don't really like how he blatantly kind of calls her second.
0: Oof. Yeah. Like I... She's already second in her head.
1: Yeah. They have a sweet friendship, I think. Just very supportive and kind of each other, but I just mm-hmm. don't think they'd be good. Yeah, it's definitely earned. I definitely like seeing the progression of it throughout the series, but yeah, I just think him and Amelia just make the most sense. I think they challenge each other. I just don't know if, if Rem would challenge him enough. They even kind of talk about it. They'd have this very sweet, easy life together, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like him and Amelia would be better for each other.
0: Absolutely. I think we're on the same page.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Rem fans.
0: Sorry, Rem fans, where Amelia stands.
1: I mean, Rem is great. I'm not saying Amelia is better. (laughs) Well, I want to repeat. I don't think Amelia is a better character than Rem. I think they're equally good in different ways. I just think that Subaru and Amelia are the best pairing. Overall, very surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I thought I would dislike it, but liked it more than I thought. It was really good. I wasn't sure about it at first. I was kind of like, all right, it's a little slow, but then it sped up to 100 all right, that's our last anime we're going to talk about today. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hame, Hame, forget about it!